Welcome to the Daily Word. I greet you in the name and in the love and the peace of Jesus Christ. And for our Daily Word today, we're going into the Gospel of Mark into chapter 2. And in our, our passage there that uh, begins right around verse 13, what we see is the call of Levi or Matthew who is uh, a tax collector. He, he has a booth. He's a part of, the, of that, that entire system, which was very much corrupt. There was generally a, a, a sort of a, a regional manager, if you could think of it that way, that would bid for an area and they, they would, the Roman government would give the contract to the highest bidder who said, I could get this much. And then, of course, they would inflate that in terms of their collections so that they could make money. And, and that, that inflation, of course, would, would trickle down. And it was uh, essentially an extortion racket. Levi is attending to a booth. And as, as people would uh, come into town, particularly as they're, as they're fishermen, they're making a living and so forth. And they would make sure to get their cut. And Jesus calls Levi to come and become a, a disciple to follow him and he leaves behind his booth and and he does and Jesus has so transformed his life in such a brief period of time he has gone from dead to alive he's gone from lost to found he's gone from blind to being able to really see and of course there's a great deal of of excitement about what Jesus has done in his life as there should be in the life of every believer. And he does the most natural thing. His friends, those that he associates with, he invites them to meet Jesus. And they just happen to be other tax collectors and notorious sinners. And Jesus, as is his way, he would sit down with anybody. He would associate with, with anybody. He was unafraid to be around folks who were not the religious approved, right? And so he's having dinner with these folks and there are religious leaders who find out about it, uh, scribes, Pharisees. They see this going on and they, they ask this question. They ask the disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners. And I love the way the, the New Living Translation uh, gives a little meaning into the translation and, and they, they, they translate that. Um, <laughs> they say, um, why does he eat with such scum? And, and the implication here is that there are two categories of people. You have the religious people who are holy, who are righteous, who separate themselves from this other category of people. And they are the scum of the earth. They are tax collectors, notorious sinners. And these are the two categories, the acceptable and the not acceptable. And, and so one of the things I think is very helpful in this passage to do is to ask, how is it that God looks at people? If God were categorizing people, how would he go about that? Would God 
honor those two categories or would God have some different categories? And how is it that God looks at people? As we look at this passage, actually, Jesus has some other categories. There are not the religious that are acceptable and the unacceptable, the accepted, the rejected, not like that. But in fact, as he looks, he sees folks who are sick, folks that he has compassion on. As we talked about in the Daily Word yesterday, really our deepest brokenness, our deepest sickness is sin sickness because it, it interrupts, if you will, the life process. We are made for God. We are made for fellowship with God. And our sin separates us from Him, robs us of what is life. And so as Jesus looks at us, He looks at us with great compassion as the, the great physician, and He wants to make us well. And so the categories are not, here are the acceptable people, here are the people I've rejected. The category is, here are the sick people, here are the people who know that they are sick and are willing to come under the care of a physician, the physician, and here are the folks who deny that they are sick, that they are in need, who believe that by their own righteousness, that by their own practices, that they're just fine. That God essentially owes them for their good religious behavior. And so again, the New Living Translation tries to bring this meaning out, this intention out. Uh, it says in verse 17 in the, in the New Living Translation, when Jesus heard this, he told them, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. See, what the Pharisees don't realize is that they're actually in the same category with all those other people. They are, same category, that they are all sinners in desperate need of grace. And so gospel living, gospel living is not about setting up categories. Here are the acceptable people, here are the rejected, Gospel living is about, in humility, receiving what Jesus has done for us and wanting other people to know that healing as well. Now, part of the reason that this has kind of gotten short-circuited these days is that grace has been looked at as something that you can receive without repenting. So that's the other side of this. You know, a sick person actually has to take the medicine, has to undergo the surgery. You can't choose illness and the path to health. There, there has to be a choice. Levi has to make a choice. He can't sit at his tax collector booth and follow Jesus. It can't be done. And so many folks these days, it seems to me, they want to choose Jesus and sin. And that's just simply not the way it works. We either choose, yes, Jesus, I want your healing. I want to be made well. I want you. Or we choose sin. And this is not to say that we're perfect, you know, on day one and we never sin. And That's not what this is about. It is about what we are choosing. 
who we are choosing to pursue. I choose Jesus. I choose to repent of my sin and to give my life instead to him. I choose to know the healing of Jesus from my sin in my life. And so number one, let's remember that there are not two categories of people, that we are all sinners in desperate need of the grace of Jesus Christ. And let's remember also that choosing to be made well, that choosing to be healed, that choosing to be saved is an actual choice. We cannot choose to sin, to stay in that illness and choose to be healed. It can't, it can't be done. And so let us choose, as Levi did, as Matthew did, to get up from that sin and to pursue Jesus Christ. We may stumble, we may fall, but our choice remains for Jesus. He is the one we want, not the sin. We want Him. May it be so. In the mighty and beautiful name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, until we have a chance to talk again, may God bless you and keep you.